Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Welcome back to Parsha and Gemara. This is Parsha Yitro, famous Parsha where Hashem finally gives us the Torah. We get the uh, Seret Hadibrut, and it's a wild, wild story. The way you learn it as a kid is a little bit different as you learn it as you get older. Um, in that, not so simple. It wasn't just that Hashem was up on the mountain telling us every single mitzvah, the Aserat Adibrot. There was a fear of B'nai Israel of Hashem. There was a fear of, of uh, they just left Mitzrayim. They saw the powerful and mighty God who did so many amazing miracles with the plagues and with the splitting of the sea. And there was a fear. There was a fear of Hashem that was a good fear. It was a fear of, of awe of, of inspiring, but also there was a, a, a fear of being scared, being scared of this ultimate ruler who had so much power that they've never seen anything of the like. Right? They lived amongst Paro, who Paro, they, everyone thought was a god. And they saw that their god, the Elohim, was much stronger, was much greater, was much more powerful. And they get finally to our Sinai after all of this journey. And they're at the pinnacle of this moment where Hashem is about to say um, the Aserda Dibrat. And we get to a point where B'nai Yisrael tells Moshe, they were hearing the Aserda Dibrat and they, they couldn't stand it anymore. They said, Moshe, you speak to us. Don't let God speak to us because we will die. They felt that, that the that the word of Hashem was just too much for them, that they could not even handle it. And they were afraid of their lives, whether that was out of fear, out of being scared or fear out of awe is not that clear. But it was still a fear that was so potent amongst all of all of Amisrael. And so we even have a Midrash, which talks about that the gematria of Torah is 611. And the reason is that because B'nai Israel heard the first two Aserda Dibrod and it was too much. So the rest was put in the Torah. Moshe told the rest. But those two mitzvot, the first two mitzvot, they heard me pi Hashem They heard from Hashem's mouth. And so we get to the Pasuk in, in, in Yitro where they ask to have Moshe say it to them. And then Moshe responds to them. And ultimately, Moshe, they do this. Hashem does not do the whole Torah for all of Israel. Moshe is the one to teach it. And, you know, we have a famous Mishnah in Pirkei Avot that Moshe teaches it. Uh, um, and so, like, I don't know the whole Mishnah off by heart, but the whole idea there is that this was a Torah that was taught by the people not necessarily by Hashem. They heard for the they heard from Hashem at least the first of two Aserda Dibrat. And actually from the writing, and I know I'm going on a massive tangent here, but when you when and this is why it's a little bit different when you learn it older, if you go through the Psukim quite clearly, it seems as if Hashem says all the Aserda Dibrat and then Moshe comes down and then tells the people the rest of the Torah. But that we learn that there's no, uh, it's not really a chronological order in the Torah, especially during this time. So th it's a little bit hard to follow the actual uh, chronology of this story because things happen before and after without going into too much detail. And so we get to a point where after Hashem says the Aserda Debrot, and we think B'nai Israel hears all of them, but supposedly they only hear the first two, they express this fear. 
And then this is where we get to the Pasuk, which I want to talk about. Moshe answers Bnei Yisrael's request of letting Moshe teach it to them rather than Hashem. Moshe says to the people, don't be afraid. For God has come only in order to test you. Right? Be not afraid, for God has come only in order to test you, and in order that the fear of Him may ever be with you, so that you do not go astray. And ultimately, what happens is that they do listen, they do have this fear of Hashem, but it is that Moshe, Moshe is the one that ends up teaching it. Because uh, the next Pasuk says, the people remained at a distance while Moshe approached the thick cloud where God was. Hashem now starts instructing Moshe what to tell Bnei Yisrael. So even though Moshe tells them, don't be afraid, don't be ashamed, you know, um, this have the fear upon you, they still, they, they don't, I guess, heed to that call. And, it, and ultimately, Hashem instructs Moshe to tell them. Um, the rest of the Torah. And so we have uh, a, an interesting um, Gemara in Masechet Yevamot, and which states that uh, there's a whole, you know, it's a, it's a big agadita about different teachings about the character traits of Am Yisrael. So the Gemara says, Amar Shlosha, Simanim Yesh There are three signs, the three distinguishing marks of the Jewish people. Zohar Rachmanim, Habayshanim, the Gomle Chasadim. There's three distinct um, aspects of Bnei Israel. We're merciful, we are shamefaced, and we perform acts of kindness. It's a beautiful Gemara. And where do we learn this from? So, how do we know we're Rachmanim? How do we know we we're merciful? Right? Because the Pasuk says, and he, Hashem, will give you mercy and have mercy upon you and multiply you. So not only will God have mercy upon you, this is the explanation of the Gemara, of the Pasuk, but he will bestow the attributes of mercy upon you. So it's not that Hashem is just merciful on us, but he gave us the bracha of having the ability to have Rachmanu, to have mercy upon others. How do we know what to, that we have to be shamefaced? And this is from our Pasuk. Right? They are shamefaced because the Pasuk says, and that is fear shall be upon your faces. Right? So that's how we know that we have to be shamefaced, that we have to be, we have to have some type of fear of, of being of being shamed. And then the last one, just because it's I'd like to bring it in, um, so we'll say they perform acts of kindness because the Pasuk says the NA command his children, his household after him, that they may keep the way of the Lord to practice righteousness and justice, right? To perform act acts of kindness. So and then the Gemara ends. Um, and whoever has these three distinguishing marks is fit to cleave to these nations. So it's not specifically, the Gemara is not referring just to the Jewish people that if we don't have this, then we cannot be part of the nation, but it's it's something that represents us. But even more so, the types of people and the types of nations that we want to interact with, that we want to have relationships with. And here they're talking about when they were going to, and uh, specifically talking about David, saw that with the, the 
the Gibonites, that these this this nation they didn't have these three character traits. It's nothing about learning Torah, doing mitzvot. It's specifically um, moral character traits of having mercy, having some type of um, of fear, and also having gemilut chasadim to be to be kind. And so, if you don't have that, then these aren't the type of people that you want to interact with. Um, whether as a nation or as as individuals, and I think that's a nice idea. But even further on this idea, why is it that we have to be shamefaced? So I understand rechmanut. I understand that we have to be merciful. That's a, obviously a universal character trait. Character trait to 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 have understanding, to know where someone comes from, to be merciful. I understand gemilut chasadim to be kind. That's obvious, you know. To to for a nation to have every in every holiday, in every day, we we have gemilut chasadim, right? We have to do acts of kindness. But what is what about being shamefaced? So the Gemara in the Darim states, um, and it's a, a, a discussion. About the way uh, people should act, it's not a, a necessary halachic discussion, also in a gadita, but a discussion about how people should act. So the Gemara says, Tanya, start in a brayta. Bavurti yiratol pnechem zobusha libilti techtau melamed shabusha mevi lide yirat chet mikanamru siman yafeb adam shubaishan. So that's a lot of Hebrew, but let me explain. So it teaches in a bracha, it teaches in a brayta in the Gemara. Then in our pasuk in 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 Yitro, the pasuk which states, "Vayomer Moshe la'am al tirau ki la'avur nasot etchem balokim avur tiyira to al pnechem." Right, this pasuk, which I'm focusing on, that fear be upon you. What does it teach us? This is referring to shame. The Gemara says that when it says fear upon your faces, this means that you have to have shame, meaning that you have to have the fear that you could be embarrassed. Why? So that you not sin. That's the end of the pasuk. Fear be upon you. So that you do not go astray. Right? So the reason why someone has to have shame is because without shame, then people will lead to seed, right? From here, we learn the Gemara continues, it's a good sign in a person that he is one who experiences shame. Uh, there's those that say any person who experiences shame will not quickly sin. And conversely, one who does not have the capacity to be shamefaced and this is interesting. It's known that his forefathers did not stand on Mount Sinai. So the Gemara is teaching us a really important lesson, and we can connect this back to the Gemara in Yevamot of why it's important to have shame, because it doesn't lead us to sin. We, we the Gemara, and we lo- learn a lot about Chasidut about getting rid of the the ego, right? Getting rid of the self, right? Putting really just connecting yourself to Hashem, that Hashem's will should be your own will, that what you desire should be in line in what, what Hashem desires. And it's hard to get to that point. And in ultimately all of us have an ego and all of us have have a fear of the way we're going to look in front of the people, the way we're going to um, be portrayed and be perceived. And I think what the Gemara is saying is that's not a bad thing, right? If you're going to live your life just caring about what others think, then yeah, that's going to be debilitating. You're not going to take your risks. You're not going to do interesting things. You're just sort of going to live as is. 
But one who has that 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 it shouldn't get to that point. But like like many the Rambam and everyone says, like you have to have some type of balance. Someone who does have a fear, not just it's not just towards Hashem. I don't think the Gemara is saying that. But someone who has a fear of uh, I don't think it's specifically only the way people would be perceived, but the way you want to feel in front of people, right? If you have that type of shame, if you have that type of fear, then you will act in a in a righteous, in a great way, in a way that won't lead you to sin. Those who just don't care, who just laissez-faire, anything goes, that's what leads you to sins. And I'm not just talking about Averroid, also moral, morality and ethics, making terrible decisions. And so it's incumbent on us and it's important that our ego shouldn't be used in a way that makes us think that we're better, that makes us think that we're haughty, that that is that puts other people down, or that debilitates us because we're so um, stuck and we're so limited by the way people perceive us. But it should put it in a way that we want to be perceived in a great way. We want to look like tzaddikim. We want to look like Am Yisrael, the, the nation, or, or as a people that are Gomel Chassadim, that have Rahman. We want these things because if we're not shamefaced, if we don't have that fear, then there's going to be so many cases where it just goes by the side and we, we don't focus on those things. So to end this, I think it's a, it's a really in, uh, important Kumara about the traits that as a people, as individuals, as an um, we should be striving towards. We should be striving towards doing more chesed, doing more gemilut um, chasadim, doing more acts of kindness. We should be striving to have mercy, to to understand people's situation better where they at. And how do we get to these places and ensure that we're constantly striving to be gomel chasadim and to be and have and have rachmanut and have mercy? Is that we have this fear? We have this fear that we want to be great. We want to be great, and we don't want to lose that greatness. And in order to do that, we have to focus on that aspect of fearing the way we act in front of us, the way people will perceive us, and most importantly, the way that Hashem will perceive us. Shabbat Shalom.